Hello and welcome to Layers Odyssey, the best video game podcast on the internet. Just saying, when you, uh, that's my opinion, but we all know it's true. With me, as always, is my good friend, Zachary Greer. How are you doing today, man? Oh, you know, just a little tired, but, you know, just trying to relax. It's my day off, so getting some homework done. And just video games? Video games? Yeah, I play, I've been playing some. Well, it's been a long time since we've been on here. I've uh, been really busy with life and stuff, and obviously I've wanted to make shows, but it's just sometimes it's hard. So we're back again. We're going to try and be as close to uh, weekly as we can with this. Sometimes life gets in the way. But, you know, apologize for missing a couple weeks. We're back. It's been a long time. What have you been playing since the last time we talked almost a month ago? So I've been playing uh, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. And I've been playing Apex Legends a little bit. Getting kind of, you know, getting back into that since it's released on the Switch today, actually. So more cross-platform players means more competition. Are you are you putting out the challenge? What's that? Are you putting out the challenge to anyone who wants to challenge you? I mean, I could use more teammates, but... Also, I could use some challengers as well. I don't play Smash, so that's not me. I, I oh yeah, I just I just got Smash as well. Um, I actually just got that I think a week ago, and I'm almost done with the game already. It takes a while. That game's hard, to be honest. Have you mainly just been playing a lot of Switch then? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, I finished 3D World. Um, I think it'd be the game within like four days. It's, it only took me a while to beat it because of the last, the second to last level. Because that's like the most challenging level in the whole game. I kept dying over and over again because it was, that level was ridiculously hard. And then I found out that, so there were, um, there's a collection of stickers that you have to get throughout the game that are in each level. And there are five stickers after you beat the game, even after you collected all the stickers in the in every level. I was like, this is kind of weird. Why are there five missing stickers? Turns out I had to beat the entire game five total times with five different characters to get the stickers. It's ridiculous. That uh, seems dumb. It is. It's, it's a really dumb concept. Like, okay, I work for this. I beat the game. Give me my stickers. <laughs> well, uh, did you get to do the uh, the final, the big area? I guess after, I, I remember. I never. I played that game on Wii U, and I remember there's like a whole final area that's like really hard. That is a bunch of different levels. Um, if you're talking about the uh, star world, like the star, mushroom, flower, and, so, and stuff like that, yeah. You did do all that? I did do all of it. Wow. Yeah, it's hard. It's not, it seemed hard. That's why I never really had done it. I think I beat the original game and I just stopped. But I wanted to eventually you know, do it when I played through the game again on Switch. Um, there are some secrets that um, I might check in on in the game. I, I heard there were some secrets that 
that I possibly missed. So I might go back through it and try to beat the game again. But I'm going to take a little break from that. I want to get more into Smash, unlock more characters, play against people. There's like a, little... a thing you can do to unlock all the characters pretty quickly in Smash, by the way. Is there? Yeah, Google it. I think it's just like you have to play... Um, it's based on how many matches you play. So if you turn the game on and you just keep playing like one stock matches and die, then in, huh. you get more matches done faster. And so you can unlock all the characters faster. I think that's what I did when I played through Ultimate on Switch. Interesting. I know there's like different um, objectives to it, like how to unlock certain players or certain characters. But but I've been doing the the um, adventure mode. I yeah. think it's called. I think it's called World of Light, World of Light or something like that. And I mean, it's so a little bit. And some of those um, objectives or um, missions are so ridiculously hard. There's one I actually got I got stuck on because. I had a face against Zero Suit Samus. And you get these little uh, um, side characters to help you out. And you only have like certain slots you can put in. I don't know, it's kind of confusing. You have, to, you have to play a game to understand it. But um, I have Fog Immunity and I have an extra slot. I know I just use like, you know, um, Fist Attack because. Enhances my fist attack abilities, but zero suit Samus on that game is ridiculously hard. Plus, yeah, plus it was a stamina mode, so yeah, less stamina than her. She's a lot faster. She moves a lot fast. I was like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I um, I'm pretty sure I played a lot of that World of Light mode. And I think I got past the first map and then I stopped playing. So I was like, this is the same thing again. I'm bored. <laughs> I did enjoy. So, did you ever play Brawl? I played all the Smash Brothers games. I'm just not very good at them. Um, I did enjoy Subspace Emissary. Emissary, you mean? A- emissary. Oh my bad. But good try. yeah, <laughs> I was close. But I actually did enjoy that. That was actually not, but not a bad story. I know people really hate it for some reason, but I didn't mind it to be honest. I thought it was a nice... Um, the best story mode they've ever done. Right. I, I think it's a nice change of pace from the original Smash Brothers, and you had, then you had Melee. They had no stories at all. So I think Brawl was like a nice, you know, change of scenery. It was a nice change of pace. I think Brawl is to this day. Brawl's your favorite overall, or just... Brawl's my favorite of all the Smash Brothers games. I would agree. I... I think Brawl is I think Brawl is better than Melee. The online was bad, but it's still fun. Well, I never played online. Yeah. Um I I do think it's better than Melee. Um this game um I I don't think it's that great in my in my opinion. Yeah, there are a lot of characters, but I think some of these characters should not be in Smash. To be honest. Yeah. No, I get it. I agree with you. And there's just way too many characters in it. I mean, yeah, you want that's what you want, but these characters are have nothing to do with Nintendo. It's like, why are you in here? I think they're just trying to make it like the be all end all, you know, weird party fighting game at this point. Right. And there's no competition for Smash, so they can do whatever they want at this point. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's always been that game where it's kind of like just dumb fun. Right. And it would be nice if that's the PlayStation brought back uh, All-Stars. I think that's what it's called, All-Stars. Right? I don't think they'll ever bring that thing back. It was it was too you, weird. You don't think so? No. No, I don't think so. I heard rumors that they were trying to but a few years ago, but nothing ever came up. Yeah, it just was a weird... The gameplay was kind of weird, and it, it wasn't as fun as I think they hoped it would be. Um, and so I just doubt they would ever make that thing again. Uh, if they did, they would have to change the way it plays like drastically, I feel like, for it to really work, because it wasn't enough Smash. Because it was like a weird... You had to get your super and kill people with your super to get points, and you know it wasn't as fun as, as I think a lot of people hoped it would be. Like you Because know, with the stock system... And like the fact that you know the characters are getting more and more damage to them to the point where they fly off the map easier. It's more fun. This was like you had to like make sure you got the super and then use the super on them. It just wasn't as good, right? So, um, Nate, what, what have you been playing? So, uh, I finished. So, I, the main game I, I played for a really long time was called Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim, which is a very very Japanese game. Um, it's basically. Without spoiling it, I can't really talk too much about it because it's the whole game is basically revolving the story. So, you know, maybe check out a trailer or something. But basically, it's about these kids, and they're from different time periods. And basically, they're told that that the world is impending. The world's gonna the world's gonna explode. Basically, um, there's gonna be a, a force that attacks it, and the world's gonna have to you know is gonna get attacked by these kaiju, and they have to stop it from happening. And so you kind of play through these different stories that aren't really in order where you learn these characters, like what happened to these characters and like how they got to where they are and all this stuff. And the game's about 30 hours long and it's mainly told through these vignettes that are beautifully hand-drawn where you learn like little things about the characters and as you go and go, you get further and further, you start to find out more and more secrets where you're like, oh, okay, that's what it is. That's what this is going on. This, this is what's happening. And by the end of the game, like everything is explained. You're like, holy crap, what a game. And I played through that and I really enjoyed it. Actually, I was really happy. I, you know, I went out and bought it. Um, I traded in Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I gave up because I just did not like that game. I could not get into that game, which was kind of wild because I definitely thought that was, you know, totally a, a my kind of game. But I just found it really boring. Um, and then I played through the PS Plus game this month called Maquette, which is a puzzle game where you're you have a little vignette in front of you, and when you put stuff in the vignette. It actually happens to the world around you, and you solve these puzzles. Well, there's also like this story about a relationship or something. It was a free PS5 game. I'm gonna play every free game they give us, you know, to check it out. And I wasn't disappointed. I was like, this is fine. It was only like three hours long, so I didn't waste much time. But the thing that I have been playing now is Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS5, which just came out last week. And I've played almost every Yakuza game on PS4. Um, I played zero. I played one Kiwami. I played two Kiwami, and I played six. And then I've I've looked up the stories for three, four, and five, uh, which were originally PS3 games that they brought to PS4 last year. Um, that I actually do own. I've just never really played because when you're playing through an older game, you just kind of, you know, you're also reading subtitles and you're playing through an older game, and it's kind of annoying. Um, so I just ended up reading the stories for that. But Yakuza Seven is a brand new Yakuza game, obviously, but it takes place um, after Yakuza Six, where you're but the main character of Yakuza 6 is not the main character of the game anymore. It's actually a different character. Um, his name is Ichiban Kasuga. And he's basically this like goofy goober kind of guy. 
And the game is completely different than the original games because the original games are uh, open world beat 'em up games. And Yakuza Like a Dragon is a turn based RPG, um, which is sort of weird because you have like a party, and the main character is obsessed with Dragon Quest, so he thinks that the you know that his world is actually like Dragon Quest. So what they do with the characters, so like normally in a Yakuza game, you're just fighting like other Yakuza or like just street bums or different things like that. Well, like they create this thing called the Suijimon. And the Suijimon is this, uh, like, it's like a journal where it keeps track of all the enemies you fought. And every enemy is, like, almost like a Pokemon. Like, there's there's some street bums who wear trash bags. There's some of them, them who have a, a bandana tied around them and just look, you know, like, different... They all have different looks, and they all have weird names. Like, there's one that's, like, a Hungry Hungry uh, Bum is, like, his name, or Hungry Hungry Homeless is his name. Hungry Hungry Homeless is one of the, the enemies. There's, like, uh... There's like a chef and he's like, uh, you know, a beer chef. And so it's like, you know, he has that name, like beer, the beer chef. I, just everything's like that. Like, I can't think of it all of them off the top of my head. I can open the game right now and look it up if I really want. Look up at my Suijimon, my Suiji decks. But so the game is turn-based in that way. But then it's also got this really serious Yakuza story where you're like battling these Yakuza forces who are trying to create wars and like do all this stuff. And then as well as that, when you're not doing the main story, there's like side quests. And the side quests are just bizarre, like absolutely ridiculous. I did one where I had to, I, I met up with a cop and he's like, hey, we're looking for this guy who has been peeing in the river. Can you figure out who he is? And, you, you know, Kasuga being the nice guy he is says, of course. And so, you you know, you go off and do a quest and you come back and all of a sudden there's these four dudes lined up on the river and they all look like they're peeing, every single one of them. And so you have to figure out which one it is. And so the first one I picked was playing a flute, but it looked like he was peeing. And then the next one I picked was like holding um, one of those like pool noodles and swinging it back and forth. And then finally I got the, I got the guy who was peeing and I beat him up and I said, no more peeing in the river. <laughs> and I got the end of the quest. It's just really weird. And then there was another one where there was this pawn shop and it's like uh, covered in trash. And so you find the pawn shop owner like, hey man, why is your pawn shop covered in trash? And he's like, well, you know, I'm just not, I don't want to clean it because my wife, you know, she was appraising stuff when she died. And so I don't know if any of this stuff is actually worth anything. So I don't want to like accidentally throw something away that she appraised as high. And it's just like weird stuff like that, like constant, uh, like one quest I did. I'll give you one more side quest. One quest I did last night was a baseball player being interviewed in the middle of the street. And, uh, Kostika comes up and he's like, wow, people are really interviewing this guy, like route, like really hard. Cause his, his like leg is broken. Like, Oh, what happened? You know, what happened? Did you get slid upon? Like, and he's like, well, yeah, I got slid. He slid into my leg and it broke my leg. And so then you have to go find the baseball player who slid into him and ask him why he did it. And it turns out that he was being blackmailed and just like sliding into him. So like, it's just crazy all the time. And that's just the side quest. And then you get to the main quest and it's like this really serious Yakuza plot. And I love it. I just, I can't stop playing it. I'm like 20 hours in. And it's basically like the one thing I do when I get home from work, I immediately go play Yakuza like a dragon. I'm having an absolute great time with it it's so much fun you know i play some occasional call of duty here and there but right now like my only thing i'm doing is yakuza like a dragon and i love this game and i'm so happy i bought it it's so good i know there's like a lot of yakuza games out there i think i think the there first started out in there are seven of them now actually there's eight technically because there's a yakuza zero as well which is like yeah. the origin story of the characters from the first six games. I know it's uh, Yakuza was actually a meme for a while. It's it, still technically is a meme because it's funny because um, 
these games were originally only in Japanese. And um, recently there was a game that came out called Judgment. And Judgment was not a Yakuza game. It was made by the people who made Yakuza. It came out two years ago. And it was about this detective. And they actually gave him, gave it English dub. And it kind of blew up. Like people really enjoyed it. And so when they made a new Yakuza game, they dubbed it. And this is like the first Yakuza game that's dubbed. Um, and so it's a kind of a big deal. And like people are falling in love with this game. And, and, and they've already said there's going to be a sequel to this one. And Yakuza is just one of those series that I think once you play one of them, you're like, oh my God, I have to play them all. And that's totally how I feel about that game. It's so good. And I'm like, I, I bought Persona 5 Strikers to play, and I haven't played it because I'm so busy playing Yakuza. Like, <laughs> I absolutely love that game. And I know how much you love Persona 5, too. I do love Persona 5, and I bought Persona 5 Strikers because everyone says it's basically a sequel to Persona 5. But, and, but it's, like, it's like their summer vacation, you know? But mm-hmm. ever since I turned on Yakuza Like a Dragon, I legit cannot stop playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. And so I got to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. I think I might just play through all of Yakuza Like a Dragon and then go to Strikers and then move on to something else eventually. But right now, I've got my game locked in for the next month or so. <laughs> and it's always good to hear. Keep yourself busy. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's, and then, okay, and the last thing I really want to talk about before we get into our main topic, which is about sports games and why they suck, is I bought this thing, and if, if they listen to the show and they want to give us a sponsorship, totally down. Um, it's called Backbone. And what Backbone is, is it's for iPhone, and I think you have an Android, so this doesn't include you, Zach. But <laughs> it's a controller, and it's a controller attachment, and you attach it into your phone, and it, it basically makes your phone like a Switch controller. But the best part is, is it has an app linked with it when you buy the product. And the app allows you to access uh, PlayStation 5 Remote Play. And so I've been playing Yakuza Like a Dragon at work when I have free time. And when I go to my girlfriend's house, uh, I will occasionally uh, play it at her house when she's watching you know, her stupid Bravo shows or whatever. And um, like Summer House and, and the, the Housewives and all that crap. Um, and it's cool because... It basically it feels like I have my PS5 wherever I go. It's like a PS5 Switch. So it's really cool. Check it out. Just Google search Backbone Controller, and it comes up. If you're looking for a way to play your PS5 on the go, it's the best way I've ever seen. And you can even play computer game or phone games with it as well. Like if you want to play phone games, I don't know why you want to play phone games when the Switch exists. But if you want to play your PS5 on the go, this thing works. All you need is a Wi-Fi connection, and it's awesome, and it runs well. And I've literally played so much Yakuza, more Yakuza, because I have this thing. I feel like it overheat your um, your phone though, wouldn't it? No, you could. So you charge the the actual controller to keep your phone charged. It's awesome. Oh, okay. It's so cool. I uh, I'm holding it in my hand right now. You can hear it. It's so I love it. It feels comfortable in your hands. It's just basically like having a switch for your PlayStation Five, and it's a dream come true. It's worth the hundred dollars. If you're looking for a way to play more PS Five on the go. Or and you ha- you're gonna have a Wi-Fi source. This is the best thing to do. I, I could can't recommend it enough. It's perfect for turn-based RPGs. Uh, don't play shooters on it though. I try to play Call of Duty. It doesn't work. Or it does work. It's not great. I mean, there's already a Call of Duty mobile game out there, anyways. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was just more. I just wanted to see if it worked. I played Dirt Five on it. I played Persona Five Strikers. Uh, I played a lot of Yakuza, um, and I played. Um, 
some 13 sentinels on there as well but 13 sentinels is like the most least demanding game ever um but yeah so backbone check it out allows you to play ps5 on the go worth it might have to check it out later if they actually oh, have something for android yeah, you need to get ps5 so work on that <laughs> mr i'm gonna go out and buy a car and not buy a ps5 hey i needed a car so what happened to your old car why'd you need a new car the car was getting bad I my did not. I did not trust my old car. How many miles did it have on it, Zach? It had 133k. 133k. Once you get to 200, then talk to me. You should have bought a PS5. Anyways, no, it's okay. Anyway, let's talk about these sports games. This is the second time we've had this conversation about sports games because we recorded an episode and the mics messed up and we had to delete the whole thing. So let's talk a little bit about, you know. Sports games, I'm going to let you lead the discussion because I know you play a lot more than I do. I mean, I've played a bunch of sports games, but I think you're probably the one who has the most knowledge about these stupid things. And then I I will comment because there are some things I hate about these stupid games too. Right, so I used to love Madden a lot when I was a kid, but as I grew older, I started to hate it more. Mostly, essentially, it's because of the same thing over and over again. In the past 11 years now, I believe. I haven't bought Madden 21. Um, I did tell people that I will buy I will buy Madden 22 because some people have asked me to play against them. So, you know what? Fine, I will buy it. But if you don't play against me, you're, you're going to make me regret this. Um, I do have Madden 20. I've had every single Madden game. Out to Man Twenty. Uh, I love, I loved it. Um, I love Man Twenty Five. Man Twenty Five introduced Man Ultimate Team. I thought that was a really cool concept. But now they're just milking out of it every single year since Man Twenty Five came out, and it's not as fun as it used to be. I mean, yeah, it was cool collecting legends like Jerry Rice. Um, Brett Favre, you had Michael Vick, all those other guys on in the game. It was cool to collect them and play with them and everything. It was, it was really cool, but now it's more of a pay to pay to win sort of deal, and it takes the tire fun out of it. Man of Six was my favorite man game. I didn't. I did not like the QB vision they implemented in the game, but I did enjoy the mini games, the franchise mode, the tournament, and the gameplay. It actually was not to say realistic, but more more fun in a way. I know everybody else's favorite Madden games, Man of Four, because of Michael Vick, just because of him. But I don't think Manofar was that great of a game, in my opinion. I think people overhype it just because of the 99 overall. Michael Vick is he's literally unstoppable, and they quickly got rid of that. <laughs> but um, essentially, if man, if EA started having having more competition. With let's say 2K, I know 2K's been having they got a deal, but they can't use the info license or info names because they don't have the rights to them. So they make they're making their own um, 
simulation game. But if EA actually had more competition like it did before, I feel like they would make their games a lot better. But knowing they don't have anything, have anybody compete against them, they're going just essentially copy and paste from the last year's game to the next one and add little bitty details to it. And that's extremely annoying. And I think people are just starting to realize that this year, for some reason, they started to boycott Madden after, I don't know how many years. They like I don't know why it took them this long to realize, like, hey, they're just copying and pasting the game. Why are we still buying this? Um, so, essentially, you want to... Uh, I think if they actually added more modes to it, like, bring back the rushing attack, bring back the tackling drill, bring back the tournament, bring back... Uh, it, improve the franchise mode. That's, that's what people is, really want. Im, improve that mode instead of worrying more about Mad Ultimate Team. Yeah, they added Superstar KO, but okay, whatever. It's it's not a big improvement. It's boring. It got boring after a while. I mean, it was a cool concept for a little for a little bit, but some of the stars they have in there, like DJ Khaled, like please stop. Don't don't do that. I don't want them in here. The, um, the problem with these sports games is they don't do literally anything interesting. Like they're just like, okay, here's another roster refresh, and it's like, yes, I get it. Like, but like, think about in this way: when Call of Duty puts out a new game every year, Call of Duty isn't just refreshing the guns; they're giving you a brand new campaign, a brand new co-op mode, brand new multiplayer maps, brand new leveling systems. Like Call of Duty every year, yes, it's similar every year, but it's a brand new game. At least. The thing about Madden and NBA, you know, at least I'll say MLB The Show actually does a good job. Like, that game actually does new stuff every time. Like, yes, they're doing some of the similar modes, but at least it feels different every year. It feels like they're adding to it. But NBA specifically and Madden specifically and and NHL as well, they don't really add anything that's interesting. Like, they never add anything interesting. All they do is count on idiots who only buy Call of Duty and Madden and sports games every year to to buy those, those games every single year, and that's where they make their money. And because they have these stupid modes, these ultimate team modes, where you just blow all your money every year to keep the same guys, every, to, to, to keep, you know, building your, your, your team with cards. And that's the thing is like, and they reset it every single year because they know if at any time, you know, you were able to carry over your cards from year to year, then there would be no point because you would already have the best team. So every year you buy a new team worth of people you know, a new cards worth, and you have to redo it all over again. It's, it's stupid, and there's none of the other modes are any interesting. But the, there's no real single player mode. The franchise modes are terrible. You know, there was one year I think NBA did a, a single player mode with um, Spike Lee, where your best friend got shot at the end of the campaign mode. It's like, what is this? This is not <laughs> what I asked for. This is weird. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I remember playing a game, we're playing the story mode because I think it's their first campaign they actually ever done. It's like, alright, no, I'll check it out. Plus, I love my career anyways in 2K games. So, it's actually interesting how in 2K, I remember playing it for the first time and I, I do enjoy my career mode. But that story is just 
way too dark for an E-rated game. Like, like you said, um, so you have your best friend who's been there for you since childhood, and you kind of abandon him to pursue pursue your dreams, and he feels left out, and he feels like he's been like he came along with you for a while, but he but he felt like he was kind of ruining um your moments, your chances, and everything. So he kind of backed off. And then you go back to your um, hometown to a basketball court, and you find a note there. And it's like, yeah, dude, uh, sorry about this, but I committed suicide. Peace out. What about he got shot by a drive-by shooter or something like that? I think he committed. I think I really do think he killed himself. Well, why else would we have a note? Wow. It's just, it makes no sense. It's an E-Ray game. Kids are playing this game. And that's the route you go with. Like, hey, you could have said, you know, he he found his own career path or something. Like, have a good ending for him. No, let's just kill him off. It makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, but, it's... The, the single-player modes have been so bad. Um, like, in every sports game. Like, I think one time uh, Madden did a mode where you played through a game show to become a quarterback and it was actually okay. But at the same time, it's like not great. And it's just like, none of the story modes have ever been good. And I just don't think that they know how to make a good story mode. It's just to the point where I don't know what they should do to bring me back into a sports game. Cause I, I like sports. Like I like watching sports, but these games are flat out not fun to me, at least. All right, and it does kind of wear you down on these games. I, I again, I'll get Man Twenty Two, but I always have my critiques on Twitter, like how bad they are, um, and how messed up the faces are. In the game, but man, these games are just dragging. They're not fun as they used to be. They're not. There's no competition for EA, so they know they can do whatever they want and not do anything about it if people complain about it. And they actually sent out a uh, scheduled. Um, they sent out a scheduled updates per se, for what they're going to do for the future games. It's like, why can't you do all of that in the next game? Why does that have to be in 23? Why does, why does this thing have to be in 24? It makes no sense. Like, if you're going to improve the game, take off a year. We, exactly. don't, need, we, don't, need a Madden, we don't need a sports game every single year. They, if they can take off one year on Madden, or any of these sports games. I think that they would be immediately better games for the long term. Um, I feel like it makes not only makes it a better game right now, but it would make it a better game to come because I feel like when they finally start, you know, moving on and actually putting in upgrades or just doing different things to the game to make them better, it'll be easier for them to actually progress and make better games. 
Exactly, and sadly, they're not going. They're not going to prove anything until there's somebody out there that's willing to fight and put out competition for them. If they see anybody being a threat to them, they'll like, okay, yeah, maybe we start um, improving our our Madden game. But since NFL won't give the rights to anybody else, and they are extended EA, I think this year makes everything worse already. Totally. No, totally. I just don't see... I don't see me, me being brought back to sports games ever. I just don't like them. Um, I, I even feel like some of the racing games have been bad. I think Dirt 5 was like the first racing game I've liked in a really long time. And, you know, Tony Hawk was cool. That's a sports game. I thought that was good. But, like, it just feels like serious sports games about, like, serious sports. I just don't like them at all. And nothing they've done is I found interesting or, I mean, I like sports, but not enough where I'd go out. I'd rather be told a story in a game that's actually good versus playing just a sports game that's just the sport I'm watching, but, you know, dumbed down and not as fun. But the thing is about... Man, um, they actually do the the one thing they actually do right is they actually do help new newcomers that are not familiar with the sport um, help them understand basic concepts of defense and offense. That's the one thing I do enjoy about man, like people that you know wanting to learn the game, wanting to learn more about formations, um, different players, different uh, positions, stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's that's great. It's, it's basic. They have a tutorial and everything. tells you how to how to attack it, how to defend against uh, certain types of defensive offenses. But, again, they're just vanilla. They don't, they're not as realistic as it can be. They have a they can go further. They know they can, but I think they're like, yeah, we're just, just going to keep it mellow, not have as many plays as we should. Because back then, there used to be a, a bunch of plays in the playbooks for every single team. Now there's not really that much. And I feel like that's also kind of lacking as well. But yeah, it, EA kind of ruined... EA is a horrible company. EA is bad at everything they do. They do nothing right, ever. Like, even Need for Speed. I used to love Need for Speed. Underground 2 is my favorite Need for Speed game. I know everybody else's favorite is um, Most Wanted. Um, That was a great game. It really was. Um, The graphics were great. I love being chased by the police, running them over. That was fun. But now, there's story modes to it. There's different types of cars. There's like a dirt track. There's dirt tracks, there's streets, and there's um, some other terrain. And I think the upgrading system's stupid in it. I haven't I, played I, a speed I, game in so long, to be honest with you. Like, I think the last one I played was the Hot Pursuit remake they did when PS4 first came out. I have not played that one. I have played... So I think last, they remastered it for PS, uh, like recently for PS5. So recently, the last Need for Speed game I played was Heat, but that's essentially the same thing as the last Need for Speed game they had was called Literally Need for Speed. 
and that game was not good either. It was the maps were boring. Um, the drifting the drifting system was terrible. Um, the cops don't chase you for very long. Not as, not as much as they used to. I miss the helicopters. I miss the spikes. I miss I miss being chased. It was fun. I miss the, oh, the bigger maps. You can go anywhere, basically anywhere you want. But man, these games have been lacking, and they're just being lazy. And plus, with COVID, plus, plus with COVID happening, it's definitely not going to help the situation. People are just going to be lazier. I fear. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I just... Sports games are bad. You know, they're all bad. I haven't really played many good sports games. That's the funny thing about the Game Awards this year. Like, they're like best sports game, and it's like. Of course, Tony Hawk's going to win, you know? And so, I don't know if they'll ever fix it. It just feels like as long as people keep buying these games, nothing's going to change. It's going to stay the same. It's, you know, it, don't buy these games. You know, I understand a lot of people, like, some people do enjoy them. I don't understand how. But I just feel like if you stop buying them, you know, you're probably looking at better games in the future because, you know, if the sales go down, they notice and they're like, well, maybe we need to change something. Although, Wrestling took a year off, and their games are still terrible. So who knows? You know, I think all I think sports games are just destined to be bad. Play play good RPGs. Yep, yeah, basically, um, or that, or play uh, better campaigns in general. Like The Last of Us Part Two, the game of the year of twenty twenty. No. And this no. has been the Players Odyssey podcast. If they want to check out anything, you have to post Zach. How can they check? Uh, if you guys want to check me out on Twitter, it's ZekeReer24. I have video game takes. I have, I know Nate hates this, but I have food takes as well. I have 49er takes as too, but you know, I have everything. Please go get a new quarterback, 49ers. You can check me out at 9 on Twitter. Uh, I post mainly 49er stuff, but occasionally I talk about video games. It's really good. Like I said, I've been playing Yakuza all weekend this weekend much and uh if you have ever checked out the app gg it allows you to track your games you can see me on there uh nine or eight 49 on there as well so uh this has been the show we'll see you uh hopefully next week we'll see how it goes but i'll edit this thing and have it up and we'll try and get back to you again next week Thank you.